the volume. It's Sports Gambling with Moneyline Monaco presented by FanDuel. It might be cold, but the sports calendar is heating up and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. The app is safe, secure, easy to use. FanDuel always has exclusive offers, boosts, and more. When you win, you'll get paid incredibly fast. FanDuel has tons of ways to bet. You got the spread, the money line, over-unders, team totals, player props, and so much more. Jump into the action at any time during the game with live betting. You can also combine multiple bets from the same game in a same-game parlay and even try out the same-game parlay plus combining multiple bets within multiple games. And FanDuel is now live in Maryland. So use promo code MONACO and download the FanDuel app today to start making every moment more. All right, hello and welcome to another episode of the best gambling show ever on the Moneyline Monaco podcast. Make sure to check us out on Amazon Amp live there as well throughout the week in the Volume Sports YouTube channel. Chilling with Liv Moods. I'm Alex Monaco. Liv, divisional round. Better enjoy this. We got four games left and then there's two and then there's one. I know. It's very stressful and it's so funny because I was looking through these games and trying to figure out what my picks were for this week and it gets tough because this is the best of the best. You could argue, you know, they, these teams made it here for a reason. You know, I, I would say what four weeks ago, you'd look at that Jags chiefs game and go easy chiefs, easy, but we've seen something from this Jags team that I think has shocked and impressed a lot of people. So we're just at that stage where Vegas is getting smarter. The lines are getting sharper and the teams are good. Every team is here for a reason. So it really makes it tough to figure out, which side to be on. So I, I did my best. I'm sure you did your best. We can jump into it and start talking about it. But yeah, it's, it's, this is a difficult time in terms of placing bets. I think playoff bets are tough. Yeah, very tough. And the lines, as you said, very sharp. It's, it's tough very. to find an edge, tough to, you know, do you, do you lean heavy on trends? Do you let those go out the window? It's, there's a lot of different ways to look at playoff football, but let's dive into it. We got a rematch of earlier this regular season in Arrowhead. We got the Chiefs. Minus eight and a half live against Dougie P and Sunshine coming to town off that emotional comeback against the Chargers. It's a big number. It is. We know what we know what Sir Patrick's done in the divisional round. Have you have you leaned aside yet? Have you settled in on where you're what you're doing on this number? I have not settled in. Um, it is a big number. However, I have to remind myself how ugly that Jags win really was. Yes, they won that game. Um, but I want to discredit what the Jags did, but it's one of those, did the Jags win the game or did the Chargers charger type of thing? I think it was a combination, right? I think it was a combination of both. And I'm not trying to discredit the Jags ability, Trevor Lawrence's ability to have four interceptions to start the game. And then to be down by 20 points at halftime, to be able to keep it cool enough to be able to push through that. That's a mental toughness that is very rare in this league, I would argue. Um, most quarterbacks in that spot would get frazzled, would get overwhelmed, would would throw the game away, if you will. Yeah. Um, the Chargers did that. The Jags didn't. But I'm thinking back to how ugly that win was. If Trevor Lawrence gets down by 20 at halftime to Patrick Mahomes in Arrowhead against this Chiefs team, I don't think there's any recovering from that. And we've seen this Jags team do that kind of a 
a lot. They have a slower start or I just don't think that's going to work against the chiefs. The chiefs are way too good. Patrick Mahomes is way too good. So in terms of a lean, I lean, I lean chiefs to cover. Um, I hate how big the number is, but the Jags won in an ugly fashion. And this chiefs team is playing good, old fashioned, clean football. And the Jags have been crazy and chaotic and it's great. It's fun to watch, but I think the chiefs will handle business if the Jags continue down that path. So I lean chiefs, but it's a tough call. It's a very tough call. I mean, the chiefs have just been on cruise control for, it Literally. seems like two months and we've They're been like watching on this. autopilot. It's crazy. Honestly, but they went again. We've and when you were on this last year, everyone was on it. The chiefs win, but they don't cover. And here we are again, live fourth worst cover in the league. Fourth worst. I mean, this Jags team is here because of a win streak going on over a month down the stretch. Right. They've covered five of their last six. I mean, you look at what they've done. They're never out of a game. It wasn't just against the Chargers. They did this all year. I they know. were the only team to come back from 25 and give away 25-point lead. So with Peterson, and then as you alluded to, what Lawrence showed with the four TD second half, no lead is safe, but you're not going to come back third largest comeback ever against this Chiefs team. Number no. one offense, yards, points per game. Just for what it's worth, Mahomes in the divisional round, he's a perfect 4-0. Nine tugs, no interceptions. Yikes. 308 a game, just under 70% completion percentage. And they average 36 a game in those, in those, in those outings. So, my gosh, you look at Mahomes as a favorite at home in the playoffs. He's eight and two straight up. So he's going to win this game. Is he going to cover? I mean, I, I haven't officially settled in, but gee, since the Jags lost to the Chiefs live, they're six and one, and three of those were double-digit road wins. So, I mean, I got to lean the number because the, the team that covers covers and the team that doesn't cover doesn't cover. And I feel like on some level, it's going to be right around that number it's just whether the Chiefs win by 10 or 7 is how I'm looking at it. And listen, this is worth noting. This is the first playoffs that Patrick Mahomes has entered without the obnoxious noise from his wife and his younger brother. He's more locked <laughs> in. He's more dialed in. Have you seen anything about Jackson Mahomes or Brittany this season? Nothing. Right. Nothing. That's what I'm saying. That scares me. That, that other team should be Not like, wrong. ooh, this might be the most – checked in and focused that Patrick Mahomes has been able to be because his family has shut up. I and here, here's the other thing too, in those, in that 10 game sample about. size, they have a point differential of plus 97 and their average and margin of victory in those 10 games is 13 points. So it, it's, it goes and leans cheap covering, but it does. And that's what scares me. Colin talks about it and he nailed it with the Cowboys. You get embarrassed, you come back dialed in commanders versus obviously uh the cowboys in the wild card round against the bucks but geez you look at this team how, the opposite you give it all to come back and erase a four score deficit yep. do they have anything left i mean they've been doing this every week for almost two months and the chiefs have been on cruise control so that's the tough thing here it could be just poor timing totally. but i'm gonna i'm gonna go with conventional wisdom here take the points at least at the moment i got one more sleep though agreed all right, this one's interesting. You cash this team on win totals. You saw it from a mile away. The G-men 
No one thought they'd be here except for Liv Moods and Giants fans. Actually, I don't even know if Giants fans. I know they, they maybe didn't here. either. Uh, not not in the final four in, in the NFC here, but we know the storyline. You beat a team twice. The third time, you know, it's harder. This Philly team, though, is special this year. We've seen it. But also, similarly to the Chiefs live, they win, but they don't cover, at least all the time, on the road more at home. But this Giants team, we're talking about the number one. They're the Lions of last year. They're the number one cover in the league by a mile, and they're the best road underdog cover in the league by a mile. This one has me scratching my fro here. Where are you at? <laughs> scratching my fro, too. <laughs> I don't – this is a really tough one. Now, I want to go Giants to cover. Um, this is a – Seven and a half now, by the way, on our FanDuel shop here. The hook is live yeah. at the moment. I think at seven and a half, I, I, I am so tempted to grab that Giants number. Now, I mean, I think back to the games where – it was the Cowboys they played on Thanksgiving. Was it Thanksgiving that they played the Cowboys yeah. And Giants? Yeah, Cowboys um, Giants. Yeah, backdoor cover. Yeah, backdoor cover. I mean, they have this team has a lot of fight in them. And I don't know if you guys saw, but Dan Dimes, like in in the last game, was playing. Someone posted a video and said if Patrick Mahomes would have done this the internet would have broken. Did you see when he pretend he he faked, he juked him out and then went behind his back? I don't know yeah. who he fed the ball. No, to. I know what you're talking about. I know that play. It that was, was it was Patty Mahomes esque. It really was. It was very magician type work. We know this because Patrick Mahomes does this every weekend and it's just normal behavior for him, but Danny Dimes really had a glow up this year. He went from like the awkward middle school, like braces, acne stage to like being the cool kid, cool pop guy at school. He really did have a glow up. And I think love that that has to do with the coaching and Danny Dimes, especially wanting an extension in his contract and whatnot. This to me, I have been saying, we could probably find a clip of it, that the Eagles will lose on some fluke some some sort of fluky nonsense. Something will happen with this Eagles team that will prevent them from being in the Super Bowl. I don't know if this Eagles team, I don't see them making it to the Super Bowl. I don't know what it is, wow. but I don't see them making it. And I don't know if it's right now so it, Liv, that they you, get eliminated. If you had to take an NFC East team or the Niners, so three of them or the Niners, who would you take if you don't like the Eagles? If you had to take that bet. I think the Niners are, are are the team right now. All right, all right. No, I'm. I'm I really do. I'm with you. I think the Niners in the NFC. I just think this Eagles team. What what I worry about is obviously Jalen Hurts was just recently injured, but I think he's good to go and ready to rock and roll. Um, my biggest worry is that this Eagles school was insanely easy all year. They were they had one of the easiest schedules. That's not me trying to downplay their talent. That's not me trying to downplay their record. It is fact. They had one of the easiest schedules in the league. So the most battle tested they will likely be will be in the playoffs. Whereas these other teams were able to see really tough schedules, tough teams. They are battle tested. They know what to expect coming to the playoffs. I don't know if the Eagles do. They've kind of been on cruise control, like we talked about with the Chiefs, all year long. I mean, here's so, the thing, Liv. Last year, this team was routed by the Bucks, 31-0 till garbage time. They racked up 15. They Hurts didn't look great last year either. So this team, maturity-wise, has not been spot either. Most of these, I, most yeah, of these players. I, with the hook, let's say with the hook, I'm going to take the Giants. 
I, I think seven and a half, grabbing him at seven and a half. I think we see a great game from Barkley. Um, I, I'm gonna back. I'm gonna back the team that I think has more, has been forced to this season have more fight. The Eagles haven't had to fight very much. Um, the Giants have. The Giants are battle tested. The Eagles are not. I'm back the team that's that's got fight in them, and that's the Giants. So I would I would take the points. And I will, and I love that. I will say. This happened in 07, the year the Giants won it all. They got swept in the regular season by the Cowboys, beat them in the divisional round, went on to win it. So if there's a team, I mean, I think there's a stat we we found here, seven straight times, or six times, six straight times a Giants playoff team has taken down a one seed. What? Giants, Just what's up with that? Unbelievable number. So yeah, I, again, this is tough because we know I'm just playing devil's advocate what Philly does in the first half. If they come out and post three touchdowns in the first half, we're in trouble. We're in deep totally. trouble. But it's going to be about the first 30 minutes. We've never seen such a drop off in first half to second half. They are far and away the best first half team in the league. So we'll see how they come out. But I'm leaning this number because of the coaching. This isn't Doug Peterson in Philly. This is Sirianni. I am still blown away that Wink Martindale and Dable have done this with this personnel. I mean, you go tit for tat I'm telling position you. by position. You're leaning Philly it's out crazy. of you know 20 out of 22 positions, but the coaching, I mean, I'm nervous. We've seen because- coaching mismatches. We talked about it before the chargers Jags game. That was yeah. half the reason we loved the Jags so much was because of the coaching mismatch. I think we see a very similar thing here. Coaching matters. I yeah, I mean, geez, the Giants covered last week of the season, resting their starters, Davis Webb, didn't even want to cover, fell into a cover. This is the team that covers. I don't know how. I don't know why. They just do. So I'll take the points here. Ooh! Not a New York homer pick. I, I like it. I you really got do me it. hyped about the G-Men right now. Like, I wasn't I, love I wasn't anticipating being, like, hot on the G-Men to start my Thursday. I am now. So thank you, Monaco. Well, well let's go ahead and break up the chemistry here because Bill's Bengals <laughs> – I'm on one side. You're on another. You're on a futures though, so I get it. But talk to me about your your thinking here. It's a big number to fade Joey Burrow here at five and a half on FanDuel. So the amount of times that I have looked at where public money is and looked at how lines are moving and chosen to ignore it, I have been very upset by ignoring that information. What I will tell you is this line opened at what, four and a half? Was it, yeah. was it four and a half? Yeah, went the down pub- and went up. The public likes the Bengals. I so know. I'm why, on the public side. So here. why is the line? We've got reverse line movement here. That always for me is like a huh. Not to mention this. This game has emotions behind it. Yeah. We we can't we can't we cannot ignore that. This is a game that the last time these two teams met, there was a lot of emotion, um, especially from the Bills side of things. Also, I am worried about this O-line being as injured as they are and protecting Joe Burrow. I think they're down three. I think they're down three starting line. I am worried about that. And it's hard for me because I'm like, in what world would I not want to take the Bengals in such a great game, a great matchup to cover the spread? But the O-line being injured worries me. The emotions that the Bills have entering this game worries me. And the reverse line movement worries me. Yeah. Um, Yeah, no. I I just... I don't know. I have a futures ticket. So yes, that is part of it. I love the, this bills team to go all the way. Um, 
definitely worried about them facing the Chiefs again. Don't get me wrong, but I am liking this Bills team to go all the way. So that's a part of it, but it really is the injured O-line, the reverse line movement and, and the message, the, the, the special message that this Bills team has in this game, if that makes sense. It's an emotional, it's an emotional game for them. And I think that their, their talent is going to show that. And they almost lost last week. Let's not sugarcoat this. The Bills did yeah. not. That was a very terrifying to watch. They are they they are a team to me that will button up after being humbled and figure it out. And I think that's what we see in this game. So I'm taking the Bills to cover, but I would love to hear your reasoning for the Bengals. I, I think I got to back Collins' podcast partner here, Liv. I really do. I, I mean, nobody, nobody so thinks good. the Bengals are going to win this game. I'm concerned deeply about Josh Allen's lack of care for the football. Three games, last three games, eight interceptions, five fumbles. He only lost one of them. But geez, two picks last week, one fumble. Oh, I know. They could have they could have ended Miami in the second quarter. They let him back in. It's weird. This Bills team is not burying teams last like they did last year when they're ahead. They're not covering like they did last year either. I'm I'm worried because I look at this Buffalo team and it just seems a little like they're playing with their food. I mean, 13 and a half points. <laughs> just they cover eat by, it, damn it. Just eat the food. Eat it. Eat the Happy Meal, Josh. But the Bengals are a, they're not just a great cover. Oh they're God. a historic cover here, Liv. They've covered their last eight times as an underdog. They've covered 20 of their last 24 games going back to last year when they covered the last eight. They lose the Super Bowl, they still cover. I, I got to take the number. I know I'm on Fair. the public side. I just hey. I look at Cincinnati. They're an excellent run, D. I think they're going to make Josh Allen beat them on the passing side of things. I'm not going to say that Josh isn't going to ball. But again, this is Burrow's entire Burrow is, yes, he's an LSU quarterback, Heisman, the whole thing, the national championship guy. But before that, he was slept on his entire life. Yeah. Had to transfer. Yeah. He's that guy in this spot. For sure. I gotta take the point. I listen, you you made a great point. And I you brought up the public being on that play. I'm gonna contradict my own self right now and my own bet, but the public did very well during wild card weekend. The 49ers, that was a public play, right. and the Jags was a public play. I cashed on both of those. So the public is right sometimes. I know that we talk about fading the public a lot. There's a lot of times that the public is on the right side. So this right. could be one of those times. Yeah, we'll absolutely. I, and we've seen them the number fluctuate. But yes, for those listening, Liv made a great point. Reverse line movement here. The money is on the bills. The tickets are on the bangles. And the line's moving away from even money. That's that's concerning in the betting world. That means the bills could roll them. Uh, but, you know, it's tough to tough to make that call on Thursday. Right. It is. It is tough. All right. This one is fascinating. This one opened and, and was bet down. It was at four and a half, I believe, on FanDuel. Now it's at three and a half. Mm -hmm. I, I'm 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 nervous here, Liv, because I'm I'm seeing a Niners path, but I'm listening, I'm listening to the betting world out there. A lot of people are liking the Dallas Cowboys with the points here. Have you settled on a bet here? Um, I have, but it has nothing to do with the spread because like you just kind of alluded to, I'm very conflicted. Um, I have a futures ticket on this 49ers team. My prediction before the season started was a 49ers bill Super Bowl. Let's go. It could happen. Easily. So it could now 
what is my one concern? So when I'm looking at this game, I'll tell you what my bet is. My bet is the under in this oh, game. I love the under. Maybe. Because when I look at this game, the question marks for me are not the defense. It's the offense. We saw Dak Prescott. Let's not forget what we saw just before he he just smoked Tom Brady. <laughs> it was an abysmal offensive performance by the Cowboys. Yeah. So it is possible we can see that again. The question marks for me in this matchup are a rookie QB up against a great defense and a Dak Prescott who at any given moment can choke. That's the, that's so, the storyline here. That's the storyline for me. Um, the defenses I trust this, this Dallas defense gave up what 14 points um, to Tom Brady. Pretty impressive. Yeah. Uh, this 49ers team was what 23 to the Seahawks, but these offenses to me are the piece of the puzzle that make me nervous. Um, again, Brock Purdy has done incredible things. However, it is the playoffs. There is a level of pressure. This Dallas defense is legitimate. So I think it's a low scoring affair. I am grabbing the under. I love the under in this game. Um, it's interesting because a lot of people love the under in the 49ers Seahawks game and that blew Jeez. the over like crazy. But this to me is a defensive matchup. It's may the best defense win um, because I think whichever defense can slow down that offense is the team that we're going to see win this game. I think they, I think this is a ground heavy game. I think we see Christian McCaffrey having a really big night. We know that when we see a, a, a run game, uh, when we see them focus on the run game, there's typically less points on the board. So I'm going to back the under here. It feels like the right play to me. It feels like the right side. Um, Picking a side in this game, I really can't. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with a total, and I'm gonna back the under. I like it. I love the under. Very, very sharp. I, I think it is a, a good old fashioned. You know, not 90s. We were barely, we were barely up and and kicking then. But you know, early 90s, 90s play style stylistically here between these two juggernauts, defensive yep. minded, run heavy minded. Yep. Maybe both teams try to create game plans where they don't either don't want to make a mistake thus leaning the under i mean geez live it's tough because it's similar to the giants coming in against a very bad d last week in minnesota against a great d in philly san fran went against a if not the worst d in the playoffs in seattle the second worst d next to minnesota they put up the third most yards in playoff franchise history with 505 last week with a rookie. So anything we thought of, of rookie first timers, whatever, it's, it's really tough to not rip that up for this week because Purdy showed you his comfortability, but it was against the Seahawks and he had that's, already did. That's it against. right there. That's just it. I'm like, well, that's, that's awesome. But this, this Dallas defense is a different monster. And so it is, this is a Seahawks team that proved many times during the season that they didn't even know how to tackle. So now he's going up against a little bit more. It's like playing against a little boy's defense versus grown men. Brock <laughs> well, Purdy is just about to meet grown men. It, Shanahan is, is excellent in this spot, not as a cover, but as a, as a win loss. I'm wondering, are to me, I I lean in this spot, Shanahan, D'Amico Ryans, I lean that coaching staff over McCarthy and Dan Quinn. They did show us a lot. But again, we've heard the sports media narrative here, Liv. You were supposed to win that game last week. An eight and nine unwatchable team outside of the GOAT who was really checked out most of the year. You're supposed to win that game. Right. And, win and, I do, and I do think there's a slight overreaction to what we saw from the Cowboys last week, but let's be real. I, I, I'm a moron. I'm a freaking moron. <laughs> 
moron for backing Tom Brady and the Bucks because they I proved love that. to I was me with you. I was they I was proved on to too. me they proved to both of us time and time again this season that they weren't who we wanted them to be. We were betting on the team we wanted them to be. We were not betting on the team that they were. The You're team right. that they were was a team that should have been beat by the Dallas Cowboys. So we've got all these people going, the Cowboys, the Cowboys, oh my God, they looked great. <laughs> Dak looked great. I would hope so because he was, I mean, I don't, seriously, I'm like sitting here thinking about the fact that I actually put my money on the Bucks. And I'm like, what did they do to prove to you that they were capable of winning that game? I don't know, but I do think there is an overreaction to, to the Cowboys win. And we have to remember who they won against. There's also a discrepancy here in rest. Cowboys got to flip it around I was and actually do it just again. Speak on that. Yeah, you have two more days for San Fran, but furthermore, this is Dallas's fourth straight road game. And I looked Yikes. it up and great article out here. Two things, two trends that are relevant here. Do with you will, do what you will with them. Only two other teams have had the disadvantage of this spot that Dallas is, which is going into the playoffs or staying in the playoffs on a fourth consecutive road outing. And they didn't cover and they didn't win. So they're 0-2 ATS and straight up historically in this spot. But then you have a weird trend here where teams on a 10-plus game winning streak in the playoffs in the divisional round are 1-13 against the spread. That's I'm staring at this. Six and eight straight up, one and thirteen against spread live. That's troublesome to, mm-hmm. to swallow the points. It is. So I mean, both can conflicting. I I lean Niners at the moment. The hook is terrifying. Agreed. I like the Niners to win the game. Money line it with the Chiefs, something like that for those listening. If you don't love the play uh, on the spread, but I'll, I'll swallow it three and a half at the moment and hope the Cowboys Cowboy. There you go. That's all you could hope for. <laughs> but the under for those listening is the play. Okay. Lives on. Do it. Maybe you can uh, cook up a little uh, same game parlay for us to tell. You can throw in the under and then maybe do an alt spread for the 49ers and a proper two. Um, All right. Well, let's get out of here. A little fan duel ad for the new customers here. Make sure to bet the NFL playoffs. If you have not signed up with FanDuel, where every play is a rush this weekend, FanDuel is giving customers a no sweat same game parlay during the divisional round. Doesn't matter if you're new or already have an account, you'll get free bets back on the SGP if it doesn't hit. And again, this is the best way to bet. If you like parlays, you can combine so many different ways to win money line spread totals. You can go player props. You can go micro betting within it. If you want, you can even ride thousands of other fans and bet popular SGPs made for you on the FanDuel homepage. If you're new to FanDuel, join now with promo code Monaco to see for yourself why it's America's number one sportsbook. And if you already have FanDuel, you can start building your no-sweat SGP today. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. All right. For Liv, I'm Alex. This this was the dance. I'm I'm excited. Next, next week, too. we will be talking Final Four. The Volume.